Hey there, and welcome back to A Conversation for One Podcast, the podcast where I ramble on and discuss a variety of horror and sci-fi multimedia, film franchises and universes, theme parks, Canadiana, and so much more. Today, we have a very special guest. We are joined by one of my oldest friends. Uh, I'd have to say, like, grade five, grade six, easily one of my oldest friends. Uh, he is a big uh, gamer, more so than me, and he definitely was when we were in high school, and uh yeah, I'm just really glad to finally have him on the show. Please welcome Mr. Matt Humphreys. Thank you very much, Tyler. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been uh, listening to your show for a while. I'm uh, one of the faithfuls, so uh, I'm glad I could uh, finally come over and, and be on the show and share with you my my wisdom uh, or not. On on a variety of topics. So that's what we're going to be doing today, I suppose. Yeah, and today, it's more Matt's idea, but I am totally game for it. We are going to be discussing the Wii. Uh, Nintendo Wii. Uh, So we haven't talked about video games yet on the episode, uh, on the show. Um, But I figured this would be a perfect first to do it. And the Wii is a console that we have in common. It is the same console that we had, um, everybody had, who's kidding who. And yeah, I was, I know I was more so probably than most of our friends. I was like a diehard Wii guy. I was yeah. like pushing for it hard before I finally gave up and got a <laughs> PS3. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, I mean, there was always that uh, kind of association uh, with Nintendo of it being kind of, you know, very kiddie. Yeah. Which, I mean, and the marketing of the Wii kind of lent itself to those types of criticisms. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not exactly surprising. And, uh, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fault anyone for maybe eventually giving up on it. But, I mean, always, I'm always a supporter of Nintendo and, uh, I love, I love their stuff. So I'm always, um, a big fan of theirs. Well, just like you were saying though, like their first commercials, you remember the Wii you like to play? Yeah, it yeah, where like, they're handing out their controller like a butler. To a family. Yeah. Yeah, but like to a family, it's like, hey, mom, even you can play games. Yeah. We would like to play. Gather your friends and family as the biggest characters in gaming history come together for the brawl to end them all. Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Rated team. Yeah. Wow. Well, well, that and that was, I mean, obviously the big thing with the Wii where they were trying to appeal to like, yeah, grandma and grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone can do it. Games are so simple. Yeah. Which, I, I mean, commend them for that. You know, credit where credit is due. I don't know how successful it was. Well, the sales probably indicate that it, it was quite successful. But um, whether those people stuck around is questionable. Yeah. I don't think they. a lot of those people got any more systems. Maybe the Wii U. Yeah. But I think the Wii is, like, still in their house. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the DVD player that's still there. The, yeah, I, I, I highly doubt they went on to get the Wii U since pretty much no one did. I no. was one of the few. Yeah, no, I, I was like, I'm going to wait this out. And then it just died. So I never actually got one. But pretty interesting to note, especially for international listeners, the fact that I'm like saying everybody had one. Canada was probably the biggest buyer of Wiis, which is like startling. I don't know. Oh, if you was know it really? This. Yeah, no. it was like the stats was there was two and a half for every household. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I know we're one of those households. My brother's going to get a 360 and we both had a Wii. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So instead of just sharing the one we had, he got another one <laughs> with his own set of games and controllers. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, the fact that you're able to do that is impressive because, uh, I mean, it was flying off of shelves so quickly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, everyone, not everyone, but uh, I mean, if you were around at the time, then you would probably remember just the, the huge shortages that they had. And, for uh, years. For years, yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, if you were able to get one at launch, you were pretty lucky. Um, or you were just willing to wait outside for like 48 hours straight or whatever. Oh, yeah, like people dying outside on like Black Fridays <laughs> or like Boxing Days, yeah. just like getting frostbite waiting to just be told we're out did that actually happen well no i don't think anyone died but there were people waiting i remember lines like before amazon was like the titan it was right like well you know like in the like in the theater that we're we were by the best buy that was there yeah the parking lot would be full on both sides because people would be waiting outside of best buy yeah going now to a like a boxing day like it's empty like you can go in and out of there in like 20 minutes yeah no one's gonna bother i mean you might as well just order online yeah exactly but um actually yeah that's i mean so did you get the wii at launch um pretty close i'm not entirely sure like we did some slight digging obviously before we started recording so i know it came out 2006 but i don't know when it launched exactly do you know like yeah. the exact month it, it was november yeah oh, it was november, november 2006 so, so, so just before christmas okay so no i didn't get it right at launch i got it in june 2007 okay. the following year yeah yeah so a couple months in so my parents i don't know how they managed to snag one for my grade eight grad gift which is like pretty awesome considering yeah. most kids for grade eight grad don't give fuck all maybe like <laughs> some socks or a pat on the back yeah I don't, I don't think i got anything <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know i don't even know if i showed up <laughs> i think i did only because my uh grandparents came out all the way so you need a picture been, with them yeah i'm so proud of you <laughs> and i had my long ass hair that was like super embarrassing to go back to oh yeah i, I forgot that we didn't graduate grade eight together oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you fucking just shipped off. <laughs> yeah, people ask, "Oh, what school did you go to?" Well, I did almost all my years at this one school, and then for the last year and a half, I finished at a different school. <laughs> really hard to make friends. <laughs> Very hard. <laughs> make them laugh. Make them laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the same with me. I mean, you left, and then I'm you know I made friends with uh, a few other guys but then they were a grade above me so they left for high school and i was left with fucking i don't want to call anyone out i, don't know. <laughs> I know you mean name, the, like, the last two people yeah yeah you know what i'm talking about <laughs> on the off chance that they're listening to this like this stale as personalities too i like felt so bad when i heard about that later <laughs> please don't leave me <laughs> okay well anyways jumping back so so, yes, yeah, so you got it the next year. I mean, not to brag, but I kind of got it on launch. Not exactly on launch. So it was, a, it was a Christmas gift for me of that year. Damn. Yeah. So that was pretty big. I remember being just super excited for it. Like, I, I had gaming consoles prior to the Wii. I had the GameCube. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had an N64. Was that your first one? Uh, I think so, yeah. Probably the N64. Um, but I wasn't – like, I had them. They, they just kind of, like, sat in the house. Like, I don't even remember, like – getting them for christmas or that they were just like there right um but the wii was the first one that i actually really remember like seeing on tv and being like i want this and asking for it for christmas Oh, actually yeah yeah so that that i kind of considered like my real like first console the one that i was really attached to um but uh yeah somehow my parents managed to snag one Mm -hmm. um like they were just fucking I don't know. Sorry, but I don't know if we're allowed to swear. Or go nuts. Um, I we'll, tried for a while, but I just, <laughs> I've given up. We'll cut. We'll cut that. All right. 
um, they managed to snag one. They were just going around everywhere, like just desperately looking for them. And then I think it was my sister who uh, was at a Walmart for unrelated reasons. And she happened to see a wee there. Mm. Uh, so she called my mom and was like, you need to get here immediately because they have like two wees that are available. So she just like sat by and was like, please don't let anyone take this. Mm. And then my mom, like whatever she was doing, she just dropped whatever it was and then like came and, and grabbed it and drove at the speed of light. And basically, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I mean, the unfortunate thing was that uh, I, I found it before christmas day oh i do remember you telling me about yeah because yeah i was a piece of crap and i like went snooping and yeah. like and like i normally never did that but like the one time i did it was actually like it's like my most sought after gift, like gift yeah. ever and then i like, just completely <laughs> ruined it it was awful i mean i Merry could still christmas <laughs> Yay. i was still able to kind of like you know feign excitement yeah. uh, on that day but i don't know uh if i was able to trick them or, or not I, I don't think i've asked yeah but I I remember two big, two big gifts for me was my cell phone that I got, uh, in grade 12. That's when I got my first cell phone. Like, like a fucking anyways. And then the other one was like a TV, but I mean, TVs are really hard to hide, but I remember like just getting like a TV. You're like, Whoa. (laughs) So like, why, why are there? Oh, that TV is for me. Yeah. And it's like, we got you a TV and it's like, Oh gosh. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) This is something I don't, I didn't even know about it. Yeah. Well, I, and I remember too, I think actually this is unrelated, but like, uh, I got the Xbox one year for Christmas as well, but I opened up the controller first, I think by oh, accident. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was confused. Why'd you get me this controller? I don't even have an Xbox. And then it kicked in, but yeah, that was my first kind of exposure, I, I guess, to the Wii or that's when I, you know, first got it anyways. And then on Christmas day, of course you get it all set up and, uh, it's just super exciting to be, to be able to actually use it for the first time, mm-hmm. uh, pretending like I'm the guy who's hiding behind a couch that I saw on the control <laughs> or sorry, in the commercial, um, which is <laughs> like so over the top. Like I was completely taken in by their advertising, just uh, completely tricked, not at all accurate to what the system was actually like. Yeah, no. And, and they like convinced you. It's just like when you're doing it, it's like you're actually in the game. You're like, I have to do all these motions. Yeah. And then you'll always have that one friend who's just like, you know, you don't have to do all that, right? You can just sit down. <laughs> like playing baseball. Like yeah. Always getting every your body into the yeah. swing. But really, you could just like sit on the couch and move the controller. Yeah. Well, and I remember, um, yeah, first starting uh, to use it when I got it, like, just not being aware of that and my shoulder like starting to hurt yeah. like, because I'm swinging it like as hard as possible with the wrist straps, uh, you know, for safety. Yeah. Um, obviously, obviously uh, safety first. Still never use them. <laughs> <laughs> I just pulled them. I just punched them. Immediately as soon as I took them out of the package, get rid of them. Never put those little silicone uh, condoms on. Um, but yeah, I mean, as, as we were discussing before, like you could do that. Uh, you you <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that folks. We had a uh, a little guest uh, trickle into the recording studio aka my dog. So we were talking about how immersed you needed to be in the Wii experience when we first got the system and Matt was talking about how he was blowing out his shoulder <laughs> playing baseball. <laughs> Just let's right. get those home runs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think my, however old I was, mind <laughs> was convinced that swinging the Wii remote harder, uh, gave me better, uh, I was just going to say strikes like, and home runs. It like 
you thought like if I can swing it at the speed of fucking light, <laughs> it's gonna pick up like the miles per hour. I'm th- I'm throwing this thing. Yeah, I mean, all it's really running on is like infrared light. Yeah. <laughs> There's no like, it's really not like the most complicated tech out there. So like, yeah, like you're saying, I mean, you could easily just like sit on the couch and just sort of flick your wrist, which eventually I figured out. But I mean, as we were discussing actually before the podcast started, like even even when I figured that out, I would do that only if I got really tired mm-hmm. because to me, I mean. Yeah, like uh, you, you could just uh, do that, but it's just not as fun. So I'll just let myself pretend that I, I do need to swing it as hard as possible, and because um, yeah. otherwise, the the whole point of it, the, the, whole, the, the whole appeal is gone. Yeah, and especially too for like a Wii Sports, for example, or like a Wii Play, or something that like you are playing with another person, or you could be playing with another person. It is more fun to like get into it and right. fully jump into it. Obviously, if you're playing like Resident Evil Four. You're not going to be like standing no. up and pretending to run while you're like <laughs> fucking using all the controllers, right? But I, I totally get what you mean. And it wasn't until that like balloon popped for me when someone was like, you know, you can just sit down and do it. Yeah. Where I was like, whoa, like it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. It's really not that magical. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember that as well. Like uh, the lights sort of going out when, yeah. <laughs> when someone revealed that to me. <laughs> You mean I don't have to sit up from the couch every time it's my turn to bowl? <laughs> oh, man. And actually, I mean, in, in um, talking about Wii Sports specifically, I mean, we can talk about that, how, how, how big of a cultural phenomenon that was. And that relates, again, back to um, Nintendo's, you know, appeal to the older audience mm-hmm. uh, just because, uh, I mean, it was just such a smash hit. You know, it's so uh, it was such a good demonstration of what the Wii did. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was such a perfect thing. Uh, game to bundle with the system oh yeah that like you really i mean you could get a million games for it but if if you had only wii sports you would even that that's really all you need it and probably i mean i would have to say at least like 80 percent of people also bought wii play because it came with an extra controller yeah but because like you got a game and a controller basically for the same price as just buying the controller right but that was so like business wise was beyond savvy of nintendo they're like hey this game is simple. It's addictive. It shows up all of the capabilities of the system, like right. what we're doing with it. And it's essentially all you need. And so people want Wii Sports. So they actually buy a whole goddamn console to play this game. <laughs> yeah. This like maybe $20 game separately. They're spending the 250 bucks or whatever it was for a Wii to just play this game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, for a lot of older audiences, I would imagine that they probably just thought of it as like, uh, yeah, it's just Wii Sports. That's like what it, Wii is. Yeah, that's what that's what it is. Yeah. There's no other games. You want to play this. Wii? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think I got my parents sort of into it uh, a little bit. Um, they didn't they didn't play that much, but they certainly gave it a try. And uh, I mean, yeah, they were not really gamers or anything, so um, for them to get into it was was something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the best part with Wii Sports, I mean, boxing kind of sucked because most people didn't have the other nunchuck. But with yeah, all of those I games, never did. yeah, you could do it by yourself, but you can never really face to somebody too often. Yeah. You have to buy that nunchuck, which, I mean, twist my arm, you're going to get it. Like, you want the nunchuck. But all of the games you could play with somebody else. Right. And I think that's the biggest thing that the Wii was, like, selling to was inclusiveness. Mm. Like, you can play with, like, baby sister and you can play with like 98 year old grandpa because like it's not like you're not learning new controls you just got to pay attention yeah yeah that's that's what was great about it 
left ear is supposed to turn you off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to keep going just oh, in case. Fuck. Um, dark spot on the Wii. Yeah. So obviously, the big thing that uh, ultimately like sh- put it like a dark, like a sh- cast a shadow on to the Wii was that the fact that once that, um, that like like the like what we were saying like that once that like balloon burst and people understood that like you could just sit down and just waggle your 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 Wii remote or um once developers stopped putting in the actual talent or the effort or time to port the game properly or just develop it to fully utilize the controls i think that the whole like waggle um put a huge dark spot on the Wii and i think that's kind of what was a main detractor for the system right yeah, um, definitely the waggle controls became sort of, uh, you know, an easy point to criticize for the Wii, especially for people who were kind of like more traditional gamers. So mm-hmm. like if you were one of the kind of new non-gamers that they managed to rake in, um, then you'd probably love it. But, uh, you know, if you're a sort of a traditional hardcore gamer, then eventually you would probably get sick of needing to move your wrist around all the time and like waggle, waggle your controller. Yeah. So it became like a pretty common uh, criticism of the system. Um, but, and well, and as you were saying too, uh, I mean, part of the issue was just that, uh, developers weren't, uh, they didn't know what to do with it or they just weren't developing with it in mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not bothering to actually put in the time for it because, and I think, I think this, you can obviously say otherwise, but because the Wii was such like a, like a hot cake kind of like system, like it was like, they're going right. Right companies weren't really giving a fuck. They weren't putting in the time because they knew if they even just sold so many of the games they they didn't put money into, they would already make a profit. Yeah. And yeah. Like they flooded the market. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and in addition to that, I mean, the waggle controls were kind of like a new thing anyway. So, um, I mean, not only were they like unwilling to put in the time and effort to like develop a really good game because they knew it would probably sell well anyways, just because of uh, how many people had a Wii. Um, they probably just weren't familiar with the tech itself or, you know, they would learn to use it, but then just use it in this very, uh, just excessive way, mm-hmm. you know, like you're yeah. just, you're, you're using motion controls for things that are not, that are not necessary. Just overdoing it. Yeah. You're just yeah. overdoing it. Um, when, I mean, motion controls are great, but if you use them with a bit more subtlety, then it would be way more immersive than if you're like, you know, jumping around your living room well and i think that's something we've learned now and like software well not software but like hardware developers have learned now is like less is more like we were talking off the off the record that like now a lot of systems have motion control but it's very limited and i think that is kind of like we overdid it like the Wii was just like look what we can do with so little because i don't know what the numbers were but i think like let's just say for argument's sake the Wii cost three hundred dollars. Yeah, um, but I think it, it made them they, they could make a system for ten or fifteen bucks. Like it wasn't expensive. It was running on the old system's hardware basically, and they put infrared lighting. Right, it's like all plastic, and people were like, "If this is what's selling, we need to just overdo it." Mm. And I think, like, I don't want to like. I feel like I'm just walking off a cliff here with this topic. Like, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. So to like reel myself back in, I think 
less is more. And game developers back then were like, we don't know what the actual attraction of this is. So mm. we're just going to throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, there, there were a lot of games that definitely overdid it. There were some games that, that did it pretty well. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. and, and, and just in general, I mean, with Nintendo, they do uh, tend to take risks like that. Like they'll, they'll, uh, you know, make a really strangely shaped controller or just like the, mm-hmm. the architecture of the system is way different than what everyone else is working with. And so developers need to, uh, work around that. Um, so Nintendo is really good for making their own first party systems because, oh, yeah, absolutely. because they had that in mind to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they knew that they were going to be creating a, like a motion control system. So already they have ideas, that, you know, and they're probably working on games already that like that utilize that. Um, but then all the other developers, third-party developers that found out later that it would be motion control are like scrambling to like, yeah. all right, now how do we use this? Yeah. Like so, shitting their pants like right before release. Like, yeah. What do we do? Yeah. And that's why you get like um, such good first-party games on Nintendo consoles because they know how to use their uh, the hardware uh, yeah. that that's there. Um, and then it takes a few years for, uh, for the third-party de- developers to sort of catch up. Yeah. Um, there are some like standouts though, like... Uh, maybe we could think of a few games that like, you know, that utilize it really well. I mean, we were talking about Resident Evil 4 earlier, uh, and that's like an amazing example. That's like the definitive way to play that game now because the I still, controls, yeah, like, like that is the peak, like the quintessential version. Yeah. The, the, the only thing that would even hold it back is just its lack of HD. But if you're like, but which so, is not a huge issue, exactly, like, yeah. it's, it's worth it to still play it, uh, on the Wii just for those motion controls. Well, and the way I see it, like it was made for GameCube and the version that's on the Wii takes all the things that were on the GameCube. It takes all the things that were on the PS2 and it has the processing power of the GameCube and the cleaned up graphics from the PS2. Right. And so because it's already a generation old and it's the best of both of those, um, almost like, um, the exclusive versions they were. Like, I wouldn't want an HD version. I'm, I've never been one that's like, hey, we boosted the graphics. It's like, yeah. make me a new game <laughs> that is that game. I'll play it. But I don't want to see it just cleaned up because then you're noticing shit that you didn't notice before. Yeah, that's actually uh, an issue I think I've heard uh, with the remake of it for the Switch because it, it was upgraded, you know, to HD graphics yeah. or whatever. Um, and all those little details start to, you know, pop out and you're like, oh, that doesn't actually look that great. No. So the, the sort of like... Um, filter basically yeah. that uh that came with having it at such a low resolution well, actually played into the sort of uh atmosphere of the game well they make that game with the limitations they have yeah that's like what they're keeping in mind so they're trying to make that game look as good as it can for the gamecube right so when you take that game and you put it on like a like a two generations later console and they're like hey let's put a new coat of paint on this bad boy you're like it's not what it was made for. Yeah. It's Unless it it's an for. entirely like ground up remake, like the Resident Evil 2. And that remake. I don't But mind. that would be, because yeah. it's it's not just upscaled you it's know, like textures. Redone. It's Yeah, it's completely redone. Um, Which if they ever did that, that would be pretty awesome. Just but, to jump back though on the on the one point you said, yeah. because there's, there is a tidbit that I do remember before we talk about games is that Nintendo was like notorious for not giving third-party developers actually like demo systems or like tech. Oh yeah. So when they were developing it, Nintendo would just say like, Hey, we're making a new system, have a game ready before launch. 
And like, for example, Ubisoft with like Red Steel, they're like, okay, yeah, don't, don't worry about it. We'll do this for you. And it was like two or three months apparently before the Wii was going to be demoed, like at E3, they were like, and there's, there's motion controls and <laughs> Ubisoft Christ. was like, what the, what the fuck? Yeah. So that's why like that game is like the controls are all over the place. I'm moving my hand all around. It, that's why they're all over the place. And apparently like Japan is bad for that. Like when Sega was making consoles, they, they didn't give any demo, um, mm consoles out to any developers to make stuff nintendo apparently is only just gotten good with that in like the last few years before that apparently it was like impossible yeah that's why a lot of games didn't come out for the wii because like especially north american developers couldn't be bothered right to jump through hoops to release a game that's going to already be lesser yeah in terms of graphics at least yeah well and yeah nintendo's like sort of notoriously conservative with just the way that they operate their whole system and their whole practice um, I mean, yeah, I didn't know that, but, uh, the fact that they would do that is ridiculous. Like to give someone such short notice, yeah. um, you want like third party, like games for your launch. And then you just basically like bend them over a barrel. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not fair. Yeah. Which if we're going to transition then, I mean, then it's no surprise that eventually the games that they did get for third party would be such low quality, Terrible. which, it, yeah. which is kind of a, another, uh, you know, dock against the weed that, um, that that gets thrown around a lot that it's, it's uh, prone to having massive amounts of shovelware games, mm-hmm. which are, if you're unfamiliar, uh, just very low quality games that are most likely developed really quickly, a very like low budget, uh, and are basically just trying to cash where we're just trying to cash in on the success of the Wii. Um, you'd see that a lot nowadays on like uh, app stores. So, you know, an app that's clearly being developed in like a yeah. week or something. Yeah. And it's just, huge library uh but only like 10 percent is actually good well and a lot of those shovelware games were just apps they were yeah. like apps you could get on like your like <laughs> your ipod touch like second generation yeah and they were just like hey we uh made it bigger yeah we ported cut the rope over to the wii so yeah. like you know check it out and and usually what would happen as well which was the worst part was that um, it would be ridiculously overpriced on the Wii. Yeah. Um, even though, yeah, you could probably get it for free on, on your, uh, yeah, on your iPod touch yep. or, uh, you know, even if it were, it was not on the iPod touch, like if it were, uh, you just know that it, it would be free there, but like 10 bucks on the, on the Wii, uh, eShop. Yeah. And I mean, I definitely saw it happen or like, for example, um, if you were to pay for a game on your iPod touch and it'd be like two ninety nine because it already costs money to make the game to ship the game. And like, let's say for example, EB games or Walmart to sell the game, you're going to pay now $20 right. for a game that you could buy for two bucks and take with you everywhere. Yeah. And the, Wii was just flooded with that sort of stuff. It mm-hmm. was like, almost like they made the game right to go into the bargain bins. Yeah. Yeah. Though those, we bargain bins were, uh, like overflowing. Yeah. <laughs> um, this episode today is brought to us by Kayla Sutton Real Estate. Yeah, playing games can be a fun time. When you're buying a home, though, having a real estate agent playing games with your time and money is the last thing you want. Go to the next level with Kayla Sutton Real Estate. Specializing in first-time home buyers, Kayla Sutton Real Estate strives to go above and beyond from start to finish so you can feel confident and at ease with your first-time home purchase. Right now, Kayla Sutton Real Estate has a promotion of $1,200 towards legal fees or a free home inspection for anyone who purchases their first home within the next three months during the spring market, as well as a $300 referral fee for anyone who refers new clients to Kayla Sutton Real Estate, which, if you ask me, it's a pretty easy way to make some money. 
So go ahead and contact Kayla Sutton Real Estate at Kayla Sutton at KW.com. That's Kayla Sutton, K-A-Y-L-A-S-U-T-T-O-N at KW.com or at 905-868-0821. That's 905-868-0821 for any of your first-time homebuyer needs or questions in either York Region or Simcoe County. Now, back to the show. Yeah, because like, I don't know where we, where we were. <laughs> My bad. I don't know. I, I, I hate not knowing where to go next, but I just forgot there, so. Yeah. So we just took a, a mild interruption, um, a mild interruption. I don't know. We took a mild break there. Uh, Matt was onto something and it was just burning him. And so we took a break. It didn't come to him, but we can uh, remain hopeful. But we were talking about shovelware, um, how the bins were just overflowing, how it could consume children if you threw one in there. Right. Um, because like literally if you were around and you were like, even in high school at that time, the Wii after like it's peak time let's say like after two or three years was entirely you could almost buy it was like it was like the bin was always there yeah there, there'd be a bin that had a couple ps3 games or xbox 360 games but there would be almost like an entire <laughs> cardboard tub <laughs> yeah that had wii games just filled with carnival cooking games mama. cooking yeah, mama <laughs> yeah it was always carnival games yeah. <laughs> my brother bought it yeah was it any good no he loved it but then he's like now he's like i don't know why i have it and i was like i literally we were in a zellers to really date this so i was like do not buy that game like i just saw like nintendo power i got like a three out of ten i was like do not buy the fucking Jesus game Christ. and he's like i'm getting it it looks fun and i was like for fuck's sake <laughs> What were the, uh, did you throw like darts at balloons? Yeah, it was like that. It was like, I'm throw like the ball at the milk jugs. Or, yeah. Like, it's like squirt the water with like the leggy f- controls that like might not <laughs> fully catch where like you can see like the outline of the remote on the TV and then it would like go like hollow, like oh, yeah. flash, like yeah. it's not picking it up. It's like, I'm pointing it at it. I'm pointing, like, I just remember being so frustrated. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember having to do that. It was especially annoying, like bringing your remote over to someone's house and then like trying to sync your remote with their yeah. system. Did you press the button? Yeah. I pressed it. I pressed it. Yeah. Hold it. I, <laughs> I don't think you have to. Like five years of using that console. I don't think I ever definitively figured out how to correctly sync them or like how to actually use the remote. Like I remember like a, a mutual friend of ours, Philip, who listens to the show occasionally. He's the one who I played the Wii with the most. He's like, did you know you could just store like your Mii's on the Wii remote and bring them. Could you really? Yeah. You could store like up to four (laughs) and bring it to your friend's house. And then your, your me with all of his experience could jump onto their console and then you could use your me playing Wii sports or something. Oh God. And I was like, what the fuck? I only remember this because recently when I unpacked my Wii, I had a me still on the controller and I was like, what (laughs) the fuck? I did not know that at all. Yeah. Um, Like tons of like hidden features and stuff. And it was just like, Either it didn't work or you didn't know about it. Yeah. So were you one to to make lots of different me's then? Because I feel like that like some people were super into Huge. it, but some people weren't. I was not one of the people who was into. It. I made one that looked like myself, and then maybe I spent like five minutes trying to make one that looked like Barack Obama, and then that was it. Like I never. I just what? it wasn't for me. Was it good? No, was prob- it, like, it was probably awful. It wasn't accurate. No. <laughs> Just look like a generic black man, probably. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Change the skin tone. It's about as no, I remember artistically going, capable as I am. I remember going apeshit for making me's. Like, especially, like, I only have two games, and I don't have internet. And so it's like, <laughs> no one's here to play. 
Mies were like really, really cool. Especially I feel at that peak age we were when you get them like 14, 15, you're like, this is great. Like I can do like tons of stuff. Yeah. And I remember, what was it? Check me out when that channel yeah, came out. There was, and there, well, there was like the voting channel, the voting uh, channel, the me Plaza channel where it, it was I just everyone just sort of channel. walking around. The voting channel was fun. I don't think it didn't really involve the Mies much. I don't no, think. but it was kind uh, of a cool but, channel. Yeah. There would just be like a general question. Like did do you like prefer Star Wars or Star Trek? And then yeah. like you'd click it and you'd have everybody internationally like weigh in. Right. I, I almost wonder, this is jumping a bit off topic, but I almost wonder if that's uh, maybe where the people who developed the Splatoon got that idea from, which was like really was big on, on the Wii U. So yeah, it's like um, there were kind of two main characters in that, uh, in that game. And um, you know, every couple of weeks or so they would have something called a splat fest where you could choose your team and it would be centered around like a certain, a certain theme. So do you mm-hmm. prefer cats or dogs? Oh. Uh, and everyone would vote internationally and then just be divided into separate teams. And then you would battle against uh, the other team and see who, you know, at the end of the weekend won more battles or whatever, something oh, like that. Yeah. Cool. But I, p- possibly a precursor um, would be the everybody. Well, especially channel. if it was like a first person, like a Splatoon first person, it's third or, third person. Oh, it's but oh, and, and not first person. Is it first party or is it third? Yeah, party? I I think it, yeah, it's first party. Because like I know it's yeah. Nintendo publishing it, but like, is it one of their like secondary groups or is mm. it like Nintendo Japan or that? Nintendo I don't America? I don't think I'd be able to answer off yeah. the top of my head, but, but I, I think mean, it's like if it's internal like that, it could, could like totally be plausible. Yeah, it seems like maybe one of those ideas that it's like you sort of go back to. Um, but I mean, just jumping back, yeah, to, to maybe even just the Wii channels in general, mm-hmm. they had lots of interesting stuff like that, like the, yeah, the everybody votes and, uh, I mean the me maker itself. Yeah. Um, me channel, check me out. Uh, I remember going nuts for check me out, like to the point where like another mutual friend of ours, Andrew Lusk and, and Philip, who I had mentioned just very previously, we would like blow our load over that. Like we found like you're like trading and posting yours and people are voting on yours. And like, if you get enough people who download yours, then you're getting like a crown, you get like professional pants or whatever the hell it is. And you're just like, hell yeah. Like I am making the good shit. Right. You're not getting anything out of it. Yeah. But it's like feeding your ego. Yeah. Well, and eventually I, I guess they kind of even turned that into a game into itself with uh what was it Mitomo or like they've made games oh, kind of based around apps. that now yeah um I, I mean i've never played them because again i wasn't that much into it but um it's kind of cool that they did that i suppose well um, and then another channel they had which was cherished i know i never deleted it it's still on my wii was the metroid pride 3 corruption um like demo <laughs> yeah I knew you were going to bring that yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> like that was like the PT of its time. Like if you had that, like you did not delete that from your console. I, imme- I immediately deleted did it. You <laughs> <laughs> I held on to that for like a few days and got rid of it. And then I, I, I think I distinctly remember like telling you like, hey, I just deleted it. And then you just like gave me shit for it. Like, why would you ever delete that? And then, yeah, like 10 years later, you still have yours. And then I don't have my Wii even. Like, oh, I man. sold it, but. Uh, your, your Wii even? My Wii even. Yeah. My favorite upgrade. Yeah. It was not well known. <laughs> it was very short lived. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I still have it on there. And it was funny because you kept it on there and you would look at it. And it would play like the, I was almost going to do like Halo music. Yeah, like, no, it was just a very like angelic, yeah. like, 
And that would be it. And you click it and be like, this demo is no longer available. Mm. And it's like, you can delete this to free room or whatever. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> instantly shut off the Wii. I'm not going to like get sewered into this. Yeah. Um, but there was that. There was um, really fun. Instead of making headsets or proper um, communication, they oh, had God. the uh, Wii, uh, was it Wii Speak? Yeah, I think that's what it was channel. called. I mean, did you have that? I was. I feel like I was the only one who bought that. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd ever even used used it or like even seen one i bought it i installed the channel i played it because i think it came with monster hunter try oh okay and that was fucking rad i was like all about monster hunter the only problem was that we still were in the sticks so i wasn't getting the right internet connection right to like do proper raids and stuff like that yeah um but it was cool but the thing was is like it's a speaker on top of your tv and it's not even attached to your tv so (laughs) the voice is going in it's also going out yeah. And it's like a speaker on your TV. It's not in your ear. It's not hearing you. So you can't even like be quiet at night, like playing with somebody. You have to be like, right. I think it's over here. And then they're <laughs> like, I think so too. It's like coming out everywhere. It's like, all right, I can't use this. It's like fucking impractical. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, and even today, Nintendo, obviously we can get into it later, but they still have issues with online and, you know, voice, voice chat and so still forth. Still haven't figured it out. No. But, um, I mean, yeah, I never used it. And how many games even... Uh, did use that feature not they many. would have support for it like um i like we're kind of like inching towards it um but like in terms of favorite games like we'll still talk about channels but um the shooter that i loved was the conduit oh right yeah i remember that uh you getting into that one a lot yeah that uh that had full access for we speak and that was pretty rad oh, okay so that's probably the most i used it and then once that game started getting hacked which was fun about the Wii, you could do that like once <laughs> games started getting hacked and like you couldn't even have fun playing them anymore that's when i like i think i actually put that in my big pile of like sealed n64 games um wii games and whatever i had to buy my ps3 <laughs> like i was like see you later <laughs> just have no use for it anymore yeah yeah i mean i mean why would you bother doing that you're playing a children's uh video game and right i, I don't get it <laughs> i mean it was a it was a top selling shooter like that was a big game when it came out because i was like the Wii, you don't really have a shooter. We're no. going to do it. And they did it well. Like, the story was good. The online was fun as fuck. I remember, like, for a month, I was, like, in that game. And then, I don't I don't know, like, you jailbreak your console. Once people started hacking, you're, like, flying through walls with a rocket launcher. You're like, I cannot win this game. Yeah. And, and actually, I mean, that makes me think of... Um, we didn't even plan to talk about this initially, but it just it just came to mind. Of the, the Wii kind of post... Um, Wii. So like once, once the console is, is dead, you know, once the Wii U came out, then the Wii to me is such a a perfect console, um, for things like emulation. Oh, uh, like it's, it's so good for that. I mean, um, back when I did still have it, uh, I, I did go about like hacking it and trying to like, uh, install the homebrew, like homebrew channel and stuff like that. And I got it, I got it up and running. And I mean, what you could do with it, it was amazing because it's such a small console. And, uh, I mean, it has things like the classic controller, which, okay, yeah, it's not perfect for like all the games that you're going to be emulating, but it's still pretty decent. Um, the classic controller pro is like the best one. Yeah. Which I never had the handles. Yeah. I never even ended up getting that, but I think it kind of is similar in shape to the current uh nintendo switch pro controller so if it's anything like that then yeah, it's, it's probably it's pretty, pretty similar. good yeah. yeah 
Um, but yeah, I remember just getting like N64 games on there. I mean, I don't think I got every single system, but you could get N64, like PS1, you know, old NES and SNES, obviously yeah. Genesis. Um, all you needed to do was just like, you know, get a hard drive that was big enough to hold everything. Well, and also um, like if you, you use the Twilight hack to get right. homebrew. Yeah. I, I had it on mine. I did take it off. Um, but you could get independent games too. Yeah. So like when yeah. WiiWare was starting to get big, if Nintendo wasn't going to publish your game, you're like, I'm going to just upload it. Yeah. And that was awesome. Yeah. There, there was tons of uh, cool stuff you could find. Um, and uh, I mean, jumping over, yeah, if we're going to jump, like say back to the WiiWare channel. Yep. Uh, so I mean, no longer uh, in hacking territory. Uh, I mean, there was also the WiiWare channel itself or the, uh, the Wii Shop channel we could talk about. Um, <laughs> Or is that no? That's the me channel. What's the other? What's I think the, so. Um, no, I. Uh, fuck. We're gonna have to insert it here. Yeah, we'll insert it right Inserting here. Inserting it here. I don't know. And we're back. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. We played the whole song. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> one of those ten-hour YouTube loops. <laughs> Need to get that revenue up. Uh, no, like. Uh, yeah, the, I mean the music. The music is is amazing. Oh, uh, it's like. I know you guys just listened to it, but it, it's in my head now. We're so like beep 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 beep. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, and then fuck. But yeah, okay, <laughs> you guys already heard it. So, anyways, yeah, talking about the jam. <laughs> <laughs> the the whole podcast is going to be us just. <laughs> I don't even know what that one was. <laughs> it's like t t t t t t t t t t. Yeah. Fuck. God damn it. Anyway, so we're fine. We're we need gonna... that. All right. <laughs> No, but the, the, I mean, the Wii Shop channel was, was incredible. Um, uh, that was the general name. I mean, I, I think most people remember it most fondly for it being the virtual console, mm -hmm. which was mm -hmm. Nintendo's first real foray into, uh, like online digital game distribution, I suppose. I mean, they hadn't really done it before that. I think maybe, uh, in some like very obscure areas, like you could go online with the GameCube. Yeah. Like in Japan and yeah. like maybe even download games that way. But, I mean, that was not at all like a general population thing. It was a, it was a, thing. a Sega game. It yeah. was like Space Harrier or Space something. Okay. I remember reading about that. Like, yeah. It had like land support, but people mm -hmm. were like, really? Yeah. yeah. It, it wasn't at all like an advertised thing or yeah. well-known thing. So this was like the first real foray into that. Um, and it was amazing. Uh, I mean, the virtual console, you could, uh, again, I mean, legally anyways you could get nes snes yep. uh, genesis what did they have turbo graphics 16 well and they added stuff so like when it started it was the nes the snes uh n64 yeah uh sega genesis sega master system and then maybe oh it was it was one more system but they, they have up, atari no, no no atari which no. was a shame but they I don't know if they added these after, but they eventually added the turbo graphics. Right. They added the um, arcade feature, which mm -hmm. was just arcade games. Maybe Master System wasn't on there to begin with. Um, but there was one more console. Neo Geo? Too. Neo Geo. I think that's, that's what the newer it was, yeah. one, right? Wasn't that one of the later editions? Possibly, yeah. I can't remember but the exact order. They had a few. Order, but they had a few. Yeah. 
and and they added games all the time which was like a huge plus like even in like its final days they were still adding games yeah yeah i mean yeah they were constantly updating that thing with with uh with new titles and you would just check back like every week to see what they have mm-hmm. i mean not all of them are going to be you know uh it's whatever they can get that, yeah, yeah yeah the huge like licensing issues and um, mm-hmm. it, especially with their own games yeah i remember it, people were like losing their minds when donkey kong country wasn't on there right away right because rare was microsoft and nintendo so Nintendo owned the character, Nintendo owned the name and the game, but technically Rare owned all the other characters that weren't Donkey Kong, right? Uh, which is which is cool now to actually see that you know with the new Smash Bros, they're they, buddies, you know, they, yeah. yeah, they're buddies again. So that's that's nice. But um, I mean, for the most part, they had all the big hitters on there, like the ones that you you know mm-hmm. really really wanted out of the you know the NES's thousand plus library. You don't need all of them, but you no. at least need like the real classics, which I think for the most part they got. Yeah. Um, so it was really cool to be able to readily access those games, which for a lot of um, kids, maybe even our age growing up, uh, like maybe you grew up with an NES, but not everyone did. Um, yeah. So it kind of breathed a second life into these into these games and offered them, you know, a second chance at life, basically for like a new generation to discover them. No, and it was huge, especially like two. If you were a gamer or you had heard stories like, oh, I always wanted to play Super Mario Bros. 3. Right. It's there now. You can play it. And yeah. that could be the game you sit down to play every day after school if you want to, because it's the exact game. It's not like a weird pirated version. It's like Nintendo is doing it properly. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. It was great. Um, and they, I think they were, I mean, they were pretty decently priced as well. Like for an NES game, yeah. I, I can't remember the exact conversion because they like, use points. But Yeah. Was, so it was like 500 points for NES. Which is probably like five bucks or something, right? It, that's basically what it converted to. For us, like Canadians, we obviously paid a little bit more right. for it um, because it was just universal. But then, and then it's the next generation. So like Genesis, Super Nintendo is like eight. Yeah. And then, the N64 was a thousand. Yeah, I remember then, that. It was just a flat thousand. And then Neo Geo and Turbo Graphics was a f- clusterfuck. It was like <laughs> 500, 300, 700, 800, yeah. 900. But let's be real, who was even buying those? Unless, I mean, well, maybe some people. I did get one or two Turbo Graphics games. I think I might have actually bought a Neo Geo game because I think I got Metal Slug. Oh, okay. Okay. If you're going to get a Neo Geo game, then yeah, I get Metal Slug. Which, if you guys are listening and you do own a Wii and you want Metal Slug, don't you can't get them now so there's no point even making this like little sidebar here but they made a game that was like twenty dollars that had like all 10 games the anthology yeah the anthology yeah yeah. there's no point in getting them like like a la carte no no yeah it's pointless um Um, but also to kind of fun little sidebar here i don't know if you ever noticed this but like if you were getting a game that was like Europe only or especially like Japan only, which was super cool also. Right. The, yeah. The Wii was like, Hey, we're going to release games to North America that you guys never even had. Um, but they were an extra hundred points, no matter what the system was. Yeah. So it really would fuck up your numbers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, but yeah. And we were discussing even uh, off the record, um, you know, you just get into these situations where like you only have like 50 points left somehow yeah. uh, and you can't buy anything with it. So you're basically just forced to like put more money onto it if you want to use those remaining 50 points <laughs> or buy that one game that was like the other 250 point game you know, yeah like for fuck's sake. So yeah. That's, you had no interest in playing, but you wanted to get, get your money's worth. <laughs> Yeah. Um, which I mean, I, I'm glad now that, uh, with the switch there, um, just using normal currency, you know, just uh, rather than points, because I'm mean, the whole point of doing that was to like, confuse you and make you, uh, yeah. realize not how, or make you uh, forget how much you're like yeah. actually spending. Essentially. It's just points. Yeah. 
they're just points. Yeah. They don't mean anything. I mean, they do similar tactics with like, you know, if you go to Dave and Buster's or like, I don't yeah. know, or you know, just any ca- like a, a casino or whatever. Just put money on the card. It only costs as many points to use it. Exactly. Yeah. Or yeah. Even restaurants, some restaurants will do that where you just put money on the card and then you just go around swiping the card. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dave and Buster's is especially bad for that. It's like, well, this like $40 will get me like 10,000 points. Great. A game is like 3000 fucking points. You're yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh yeah. But you know, you're absolutely right. And, um, it was weird because you'd have to go buy a card and there would be like yeah. 25, $27. Yeah. Then you put the card, you'd scratch the back off. You put the points on the fucking system. Then the system would have to verify that it's the right card. Yeah. Then you'd have the points. Then you'd buy the game and you'd watch Mario jump for like fucking like oh, two God. hours. Yeah. Ding, ding, <laughs> that ding, loading ding, system, ding, that loading ding. screen. Yeah. It was fun for like the first game, but I was like, fuck. I would just sit there and yeah. And, um, I would basically pretend that I was moving Playing, Mario. Yeah. Like I would, yeah. cause the hand would be on the screen. So I would just move the hand along with Mario and flick my yeah. wrist up a little bit yeah. and pretend that I was forcing him to jump. <laughs> <laughs> this is dumb little mini game that I made for myself because you just um, want to play the game you fucking bought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Okay, in all I mean, in all likelihood, I probably did that more often, just pretending to play Mario, flicking him up and down, than actually playing the games that I ended up purchasing. Like I would purchase the virtual console games and then like try them out a few times, yeah. and then like kind of forget that they were there. I'm definitely yeah. guilty of that. I think I got like. I think I even got maybe Ocarina of Time or something for free, just some, because I think maybe I got, um, I used the bonus points that came with the games, like in the, uh, in the packages or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, like, you know, they would give away, uh, free points if you did stuff online. The, the like reward Club system. Nintendo. Yeah, Club Nintendo or whatever it was. In any case, I think I got a game for free. I think it was maybe Legend of Zelda, and then I just like never touched it. Yep. No, I'm so guilty of that. Like, I have the four gigabyte SD card in my Wii system, and I was like, what do I got in here? And it was like three pages of virtual console <laughs> games. And it's not even including demos. Like, yeah. remember when they started releasing demos for WiiWare? Yeah. And I was like, I have pages and pages. And I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> Just yeah. Dying, like, burning through it yeah well it's i mean it's like that with anything with books and games or, or movies and yeah mm-hmm. it's just a sort of collector's mindset but i mean it's there if you ever want to go back to it but um yeah i'm probably, probably all guilty of that probably never will. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh i i, I what was it um what was i gonna say i mean i think um yeah i had a, i had a few games um what was like? What was like the one that really stands out to you that um, you remember liking a lot? You know, or getting on the virtual console? Like, I think I, I played the most, um, like I don't, probably Super Mario Bros. Three. Like, it's such a cliche cliche answer. Mm-hmm. Um, no. I did never bought any of the Super Mario games um, because I was like, you could play them anywhere. Yeah, I think my brother had three. Um, I think I actually just before like the 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 shop channel closed i bought world okay i mean oh so mario world yeah i thought you meant just a game world. named world <laughs> whoa i've never heard of it yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one's heard of it it's just some sort of ghostly game that's made its way onto the yeah my last friend who played it i haven't seen him since yeah <laughs> you die in seven days um but i think the big ones for me was i would buy a game that i either loved that i played as a kid like obviously in the n64 right but i think the one that i bought that i'd never played before and that i remember right now I know there's definitely other games that when I'm we're done recording, I'm going to be like, oh, fuck, I should have said that. But I think for me is like for the NES, the original Punch-Out. 
Yeah. I don't I don't think I ended up getting that, but I mean that's a great game. It's a fucking good game. Yeah. yeah. I was playing it recently actually. I think uh, again, uh, well I keep jumping back to the Switch, but I mean that was added to the Switch uh, sort of oh, you yeah. know their new online subscription thing. So I was uh, playing that. And yeah, no, I mean that game holds up holds up. It's It's, it's simple in concept but hard yeah. to master. Oh yeah. 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 And that's really what you need for a good game, especially for the NES. Yeah. Like if you can have a layered game that's easy and simple, then that's all you need. Yeah. Well, the NES was kind of mostly, um, it wasn't until you got to the SNES where you started getting real in-depth kind of story driven games, um, where like you needed to have like save points and, uh, you know, games that were, you know, 10 plus hours long. Mm -hmm. The NES was generally like, uh, pretty, pretty simplistic, I guess with the games. Like it was still kind of just based on like high score. Yeah. Which was fine. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so game, games like Punch-Out really thrive with that. But actually, jumping back a little bit, I just remembered uh, what I wanted to bring up was, I mean, us uh, not playing the games that we even purchased mm-hmm. or people not even paying attention to like particular um, uh, consoles. Like, you know, not mm-hmm. that many people, I imagine, were buying TurboGrafx-16 games. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> because nowadays, um, you know, that's a big complaint uh, that Nintendo gets that uh, they're not uh updating their eShop channel or what's now called the no yeah now the eShop it's called before e-shop. the virtual console. Yeah. Uh, they don't update it with as many games uh as they did back back then. Mm-hmm. Which is true. But uh, admittedly, you know, how how many of these games were people actually playing? You know, there'd be a list of a hundred, but people are will just immediately go and re repurchase Super Mario Bros. three and then never touch any of the other ones. So oh, it's yeah. like they're going into uh, you know, they're putting in all this effort to get a huge library that no one's even uh, taking advantage of well and it, it's just it's because people are hoarders yeah they've been baby they want to know that it is there exactly. so if they do want it they can get it yeah and knowing that it had been there and it's not there now then they're going to complain yeah it's yeah. like nintendo is going to spend the money that nintendo feels they have to or need to to put the games on there that people were buying before right they're not going to go above and beyond to give you something something they gave you before that no one took advantage of yeah exactly like they're not gonna yeah put in all this efforts for some obscure rpg that came out in like 97 that only two people have played exactly like for all we know they could have like all right here's the contract we'll give you 10 grand for this one title and we feel at least like 30 people will buy this <laughs> and like one person did and they're like okay this is a fucking waste of time it's yeah. a waste of money we're not doing this yeah and people never it's almost like you're pampered too much with convenience yeah well and it's very easy to um to pretend like you're gonna buy it when it does come out or like you feign support yeah. for it and that's a i mean that's just sort of a problem with gaming in general where um I don't know, say a developer is talking about like, we would really love to make a sequel to that game before, but, um, you know, we're going to have to wait until we, uh, get enough like positive feedback or like fan support. And then maybe we can show that to, um, you know, the people who are funding us and, and then that'll get us you another know, game, yeah. another game. And then the game comes out and no one buys it. Yeah. Or it's like, where's this game? Where's this game? I like, we all love this game. We all love this game. I'm a huge fan of this game. Make another sequel. And they're like, well, we weren't going to. And we're all going to pour our, all our own savings into <laughs> making this game for you, the fans. Yeah. And then it comes out and it gets like a 7 out of 10 and no one buys the game because yeah. it wasn't a 9. Yeah. It's, the game community is literally toxic that way. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Um, yeah. And if we're talking about reviews especially yeah like basically anything under the uh, under seven is seen as like dog shit. dog dog shit yeah. yeah um and not worth the time when really it should be like a five is like a decent game 
Yeah. And below it's that, it's a playable it's, game. It's a playable game. Yeah. But yeah, for whatever, for, for one reason or another, maybe it's just because it's been like that for so long that it's now like new it's standard. It's just a new standard. Yeah. yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, it's, um, people, I, people just can't get over that. And I do, I actually don't like that. Like this game had a lot going for it and I really enjoy it. Like an IGN review, like, right. which uh, I used to be like obsessed with IGN. I watch it now. I'm like, fuck you guys. But like, not just IGN. I just mean like game reviews in general. I'd rather watch somebody whose opinion I've come to love. Right. Like if Donkey's going to review a game, I'll yeah. watch that. Yeah, absolutely. I'll see what Donkey's saying and I'll factor it in with my own opinions. But I hate when it's just like this game had everything going for it. I love the soundtrack. I love the character design. Like the gameplay was flawless. The lighting, everything. I felt so immersed. But there wasn't a lot of multiplayer and like there was only 20 levels when I was expecting 30. For yeah. that, I'm giving it a 6.5. It's like, <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? Or just like completely nonsensical. Like I love the platforming. The, the controls are tight and uh, the music is absolutely incredible. But there weren't enough first person shooter sections. And for that reason, <laughs> yeah. I'm giving it a 5 out of 10. Like that's completely not even. For all that and more, come to check out IGN. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it, it literally i hate it and people will point it out it's just like the call of duty like they could just slap on a new coat of paint on it and it'd be like at least an eight and you have like something that's like a brand new ip it's original it's tight it's like got everything that people have been bitching about not having for like the last two years and it's like i, I felt though like i want it more like ukulele yeah when people were flailing their arms for ukulele yeah and, and then it came out, out and then everyone actually remembered that like oh wait these collectathons are like boring and like yeah monotonous yeah, yeah. like it's oh wait it's actually not super fun to collect like thousands of little it's meaningless like nostalgia like, is a whole different beast yeah I, yeah, I, I mean, I've actually been meaning to play ukulele to try it out, but uh, I'm I'm kind of scared to do so because I have no nostalgia for things like Banjo and Kazooie, which oh. I never played as, when I was growing up. So, you know, if I end up playing those games, it probably will just like completely go over my head. But that's the thing. It's like people are like, I love Banjo-Kazooie. They're like off in the corner beating off to the thought of like Banjo-Kazooie. Like that was my childhood. It's so great. Yeah. And they're like, I, I would love it. It's like a brand new game. It's like Banjo-Kazooie. It's like it. It is a, it's a, it's a brand new game that is an old fucking game. Yeah. And so you're going to play it and you're going to expect like all these new things. It's mm-hmm. like, no, it's not reinventing the wheel. They even said like, it's for people that love Banjo-Kazooie. So when you're playing the game, you're like, this feels like an old Banjo-Kazooie game. It's like, that's what they were fucking doing. Yeah. That's what you guys wanted. That's yeah. what you said you wanted anyways. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's rose tinted glasses. Oh, for um, sure. But you can't turn it on and just expect to have like fucking Super Mario Galaxy. Like told you straight up, this is not. This is going to be like Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, we're not reinventing the wheel. Actually, um, we've we've just been getting off topic a little bit, but I mean, I, you just mentioning Super Mario Galaxy. I don't what? know if we've even. I don't know. Was unintentional. <laughs> I don't know if we've even talked about have we have we talked about our favorite Wii games? I mean, that's no, probably something haven't. that should have been covered. Shoot. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I, out of all games on the Wii, that probably would be my favorite Wii game. I think. Really? Yeah, like I just remember being absolutely mesmerized by that. Like, all right. Like, shot out of a cannon. They might not be the best games, but what are the games you remember loving the most? Like, top five, top three, like, other than, like, you yeah. include Mario Galaxy. Just what comes to mind when you think of the Wii yeah. for games? Um, yeah, I mean, definitely Super Mario Galaxy. Um, we talked about it before, and maybe it doesn't even qualify as it, you know, technically as a game, but Wii Sports. Mm-hmm. Um, we already talked about Resident Evil. You can include them, though, if they, like, come to mind. Yeah. Um, I'm, and of course, I, I don't know why it took me so long, but I mean, Super Smash 
bros brawl. Oh fuck, uh, that could be its whole episode. Yeah, I mean a whole episode there. Um, yeah, probably. I mean, probably those three. I don't know why I'm suddenly going blank, but yeah, That's Mario cool. Galaxy was really huge for me. Smash Bros. Brawl was really huge, um, and and Wii Sports. I mean, if I just had those three games, I'd probably be be set. Oh really? Yeah. 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 Well, Brawl really in itself, like you probably throw in Mario Kart in there for like yeah. being a being like a huge resurgent for for Wii, right? Because those came out kind of like on the second half of its life, and they were like the biggest games like yeah. everybody had a copy of those games um i think for me though uh, i definitely agree with wii sports obviously that that's a quintessential game um i was really big on the exclusives a big like supporter obviously um you did mention resident evil so i'm not going to say resident evil but no more heroes right that was a huge game for me i remember just fucking nutting all over the place when that game <laughs> came out same with desperate struggle when that came out i'll just loop those as one um i really enjoyed the godfather which was a ported game, but that version of the game was the best. Cause like you said, you're immersive. So when you're right. grabbing somebody and you're going to light them on fire, you're like waggling the controller, just like they are, they're going to light them on fire. If you can, you can change it to second person. So it's like over the shoulder oh, and okay. you can control the Tommy gun. You control the pistol. You can like shoot in the head, shoot in the knee. And like the characters would react based on where you shot them. Hmm. And that was like, at the time I was like, Holy fuck. Like this is a whole new world. But, um, like obviously I can think of a lot of games, but No More Heroes was one I really enjoyed. And Mad World. Did you ever play Mad World? No, and I I mean I, I'm disappointed in myself that I never did because it was always one of those games that uh was kind of in my backlog and I just never got to it. Um but uh yeah, yeah no, I wish I did. I cause it, I mean I remember it coming out and it looking really cool. Like Sega for a while was just like, you know what, you guys want M rated games? We're gonna fucking give you M rated <laughs> games. And they they did like the conduit. So that was like, and it was all like third party developers and they just like gave them, they published them. So you had like platinum games, which are huge now, but that was their, that was like their first game was mad world. Hmm. And then uh, high voltage games came out with the conduit. And then you had uh, house of the dead overkill, which was like that grindhouse game, that zombie game, which was also really fun. And uh, fuck, there was one more they did. Anyways, though, there was like, for a while there, the Wii was just like pumping out M-rated games for like a solid year. And yeah, then it, they did not sell. Yeah, none of them. Sold. <laughs> but Mad World was fun as a was a he- like just like No More Heroes, and the way a lot of Wii games got a, a in front of the graphical limitations was um, very artistic. Yeah, cell shading. Yeah, making it stylistic. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's um, something Nintendo uh, in general is is really good at doing. I mean, I, I mean that Mad World is not a Nintendo game, but. Um, just Nintendo on their own. They yeah, and Nintendo on their own, yeah. on their own is really great at doing that. Like Wind Waker is like, yeah. I mean, still today looks incredible because they don't try to make it look like realistic. Like we were um, saying with Resident Evil, they're working with their limitations. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and this just uh, just randomly came to mind. I don't know why, but one more game I want to throw into my favorite games list would would be uh, Kirby's Ep- Epic Yarn, oh, which fuck, I never played it. Yeah, I mean, I, it gets a lot of hate, um, and I know that it's super easy and yeah. like. Uh, I don't know, maybe more traditional Kirby fans would hate it. Um, but it was but, like beautiful to look at. Yeah, no, it was just so, uh, so such a gorgeous like art style that I, I had never really seen before. And I don't think really anyone had like, that was no. kind of the first yeah. game that did that. Um, and game current games, which still have that style, like uh, Yoshi's crafted world. Yep. It does it better than that one did. Yeah. But I mean, but it was the first one to do it. it. Yeah. Um, and it, it was just so creative and it was so, it was such a joy to play. Like to, it was so relaxing to just, um, to just go through that game and, and see, um, 
you know, how they used uh, different ideas of like yarn and, and stuff like that to, to make their levels. It's just, it's just such a creative game. So I really always enjoyed that. Well, yeah. And the, we had a shit ton of beautiful games. Yeah. And I know you were like probably the only one I knew who had that, but just a couple off the top of my head was like Muramasa. That was a right. Oh, game. I completely forgot. I even had that. Uh, Red Steel Two, um, Metroid Prime Three Corruption. Yeah, that was a good looking game. And oh, fuck, I just had the other one. Oh, and uh, the port for Okami. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which uh, also I, like Resident Evil quintessential version. Yeah, absolutely, like, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good looking games on there. And again, like Super Mario Galaxy looked amazing. The Very Galaxy tight. Two looked really good as well. I never actually got Galaxy Two, but I never had I mean, either. Look, I mean, it looks. I, I mean, I can't imagine it would look worse than the yeah, first one. We downgraded. It. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> thought we'd kick it, kick it back a few notches. Um, yeah, no, but, and, and this is what, what we were saying where, although there was a lot of shovelware on the system, there, there was a, a solid library of games there mm-hmm. that like, yeah, you're going to maybe have to wade through a lot of like carnival games and, uh, but you know, the exclusives they had were like amazing. Yeah, they were great. So, uh, and it was the same thing with the the console that followed with the Wii U. Well, not quite the same because they didn't have as much shovelware. They did. They just didn't have any games at all. But the games that they did have were really good quality. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I always uh, kind of love that about the Wii. That um, yeah, I mean, you're able to go back and it has a really good uh, library of, of games. And the thing is, if like a game is made well and it's tight control wise and it has a good story and the graphics aren't based on what's being cutting edge, right? They're timeless. They become timeless. Like you can pop on your Wii at any time and you could start playing that game and it'll be like you just bought it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's got a great uh, library of games. And actually, um, we also wrote wrote on our list here. Uh, so another thing that appealed to a lot of people with the with the with the Wii was the backwards compatibility it had, oh, which is kind good. of also related to the virtual console. I mean, the virtual console wasn't exactly. It's not the same thing as backwards compatibility because it's just emulating those systems essentially. But um, I mean, you were able to play GameCube games on the Wii, which. Um, which was great. I mean, then you have an entirely, you know, additional library to, you know, at your disposal. Um, and the GameCube had a great library as well. So um, at that point, um, well, if you're like me, you know, pretty much every, every generation you, you get rid of the old console and buy the new one. I, I don't get too hung up on that. Mm. I know some people, they like to hang on to it. That's yeah, fine. I have every single one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some people. <laughs> yeah. Some people like that. It's like that. Um, but, uh, I mean, yeah, if you wanted to, you could just get rid of your uh, GameCube entirely and just play them on, on that. Although some later variations didn't have the like, yeah, like the mini compatibility, like the GameCube mini, which, which sold um, almost exclusively in Canada. In Canada. Yeah. Which was like a, it was like a black and red, which yeah. it looked cool. I thought it looked cool, but just, when you find when you find out that it doesn't have GameCube um, compatibility and there's no internet, it's like why the fuck am I oh, buying really? this? No yeah, no, yeah. If it's the right, if it's the same one that we're talking about that I'm thinking of, um, yeah, you couldn't go online with well, it. Well, yeah, I know they stripped it because it was like a hundred dollars less. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, how could it be any less? It's not like there's a memory like change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's running on like a gig of RAM. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anyone who got that, and I don't think I ever really recall seeing them, but. It's just kind Not of the it, wild. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of one of those, uh, just unique, um, bits of history or Nintendo history that for some reason in Canada, they, they thought that would sell really well. Well, it's probably cause like Canadians were just buying them like fucking crazy. They're like, Hey, yeah, you true. guys just want a cheaper version. Yeah. Maybe they figure that enough Canadians have like a cottage or something that they'll just bring it up there. Probably that's, you know what? That's probably their reasoning. Yeah. Cause like if you're already putting on like 
two, like one to three consoles in your home. <laughs> they probably just figure like that one person who just bought the other console really doesn't need to go online with it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, I mean, if you're willing to purchase multiple consoles for one, uh, household, then maybe they're, maybe they're willing to shell out for this, yeah. uh, shell out for this next one. For the guest bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> just in case they're bored when they're sleeping. Yeah. Um, what, was, what else, what else do we have here? I'm going to stop it here. Um, but yeah, I definitely remember with, um, backwards compatibility that it was huge because, if you were an animal such as yourself and you got rid of the GameCube or if you were heartbroken right. and your GameCube broke much like mine did, like the hundreds of dollars that you had in games and controllers weren't lost. And the yeah. memory cards all worked. Two slots for memory cards. It was basically you had a GameCube because that's what the Wii was. It was a super GameCube. Yeah, it was. It was the same processor yeah. and everything. Like maybe slightly better. I th- yeah, I think it was slightly better. But um, it was same but memory and everything. Yeah, really not that much of an upgrade. It was more just like the you know the the waggle controls that was really the appeal of it. But and adding on to it, the best part about the backwards compatibility. I mean, aside from playing all your GameCube classics that would never and so many older consoles will have this. Like a game that's near and dear to you is dead and gone because either like the developer's gone or the publisher has right. been swept in or it's just, it wasn't popular enough to get a re-release. You would have that. But the biggest thing I found was that you had all four of your controllers for like your Wii remotes. And then you could also have four GameCube controllers. So you could have eight people playing a game. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think, well, you could even use the GameCube controller for Wii games too. For certain not, Wii games. Yeah. yeah. For certain Wii games. Like we were, um, we were discussing super smash bros. So I think you could use the game controller for super smash bros brawl, right? You could, you could use all four controllers. So right. you could do Wii remote by itself, which was crazy because you wouldn't even factor in yeah. that that could do okay. that. Yeah. Well, and well, I mean, that was frankly awful to try to play like that, but it was awful. Um, but it was cool that you could do it nonetheless. I would always choose that though, over the classic controller. Really? Yeah. How I, 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 I could just never, I could never play that. Cause I like just getting used to it. You go to a friend's house and they're like, I have this Wii remote. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so you just have to like learn to get yeah, good with yeah. it. On, on the floor is you're looking at the Wii remote and then next to the Wii remote is the really shitty Mad GameCube Madcats Mad controller. <laughs> 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 uh, give me the, give me the Wii remote. Um, but actually, well, we, I mean, we can get into Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Maybe we can still talk about the backwards compatibility be a, a bit more. But yeah, I mean, I guess so. Yeah, I, I guess <laughs> <Whatever>. more. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't huge on it. It was just, again, it was kind of nice that it was there. I used it mostly just for Super Smash Bros. Melee, yeah. which I was really big into. Um, and even, even to today, I still kind of, still kind of am. Um, and Need for Speed Hot Pursuit too. I absolutely. You have to listen to that bush. <laughs> I Bush and Uncle Cracker and uh Tool. Yeah. You know, all when the, you're baiting the police. All the classics. Everyone had it. Everyone had yeah. it. Yeah. And that probably probably everyone had a copy of Matt Hoffman's BMX2 on the GameCube. Uh that was a real big one. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> Matt Hoffman. <laughs> Don't ask me why I was able to rattle that off so quick. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Or or I mean, well, I mean, the GameCube had a great lineup as well. So, I mean, if you're going to have any games for backwards compatibility, it would be like Melee, Soul Calibur 2. Oh, fuck. I, I um, actually, that's the one game that I still have, basically. Yeah. Like, I've got maybe six games left in my GameCube, and that will never leave. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's a great game. Um, it'll never get re-released. Never. No, no, probably not. I mean, they don't really... 
I don't think they... Yeah, have they ever done that with, like, a Soul Calibur HD re-release or something like that? No, but I just mean, like, a game like that, where Nintendo's right. like, yeah, we'll be edgy, we'll throw Link in there. Yeah. They'll never get that game again. Yeah. I mean, well, they do... Nowadays, Nintendo is kind of more um, I mean, I open to, yeah. to doing that. You know, recent releases like Cadence of Hyrule, which is, like, Crypt of the Necrodancer, but with Legend of Zelda, or, like, Hyrule Warriors, Hyrule which is basically, Warriors, yeah. like... Um, like Shogun Warriors? Yeah, like the Shogun Warriors games, but with Zelda, obviously, and, and Fire Emblem Warriors. So they're, they're definitely more open to it nowadays, which is cool to see. Yeah. Um, not, but I mean, but at the time, that was a pretty incredible crossover. Oh, it was huge. Yeah. Especially, be, it was just huge for, it, regardless if you were a Wii player owner, it was like, you had Spawn in the fucking Xbox that's, version. Yeah, I had the Xbox version. Yeah. I had Spawn. Which <laughs> so was like, that's fucking rad. It was rad, yeah. I mean, but but... In, in, in a game in the gaming world of the two characters spawn and link i mean link is kind of is I, the i know but i mean a product of its time yeah you had like link which is like arguably everybody's favorite gaming character at that point like master chief hadn't even stepped onto the floor like everybody knew who link was right or zelda if you're like a real loser <laughs> that. but like link like the real the real name for that character everybody loved link they were all about like you would see triforce tattoos people loved it and spawn was literally just finishing his peak of being like the coolest independent comic book character yeah and like just it was like what 2004 when that came out 2002 probably 2002 sounds almost right because yeah. i think that was uh fairly early on in like the xbox's life maybe i'm wrong yeah uh, yeah we'll at say, least we'll like say that at least like first third or second third like it was not near the end of its life span. no no but i mean yeah that was a great game and actually speaking of um crossovers we can now uh, cross back over oh, to oof. the biggest crossover that oh. Nintendo put out. Oh my heart. <laughs> oh, oh my, my stars. <laughs> <laughs> but we were discussing Super Segway Smash Bros. King. Brawl and Segway fucking master over here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, at the time, obviously, you know, Smash Bros. games that came after Brawl have even more characters. But for the time, that roster was, like, absolutely insane. Oh, Brawl, like, choke slammed you into a wall and was like, <laughs> look what we're doing for you. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, it, holy fuck. Yeah. I mean, Melee was a, a big step up from uh, 64, but it just felt like an even bigger, an even bigger leap from Melee to, to Brawl. Huge. Like they had, I mean, they, like we were discussing and they fucking, they got Sonic in there, which, you know, you have two completely rival, um, characters from, from two completely separate, like companies like now I've, on one, now the on video one game. game wars was yeah. between these two companies yeah. and their two flagship characters are now in the same fucking game where they'll fight each other. Yeah. It's pretty insane. Um, and like I just, stuff like that hadn't been seen really at the time. Yeah. We, there was cross crossovers like we just talked about, yeah. but it, it was link and link as cool as he is. He's not Mario. No. So you're putting him in a game where he's not going to die. And then you're like, then all of a sudden you take flagship characters from other huge companies and you're putting them in your biggest game. Like it was unheard of. It was yeah. unprecedented at the, at the time. Yeah. Pretty, pretty incredible what they pulled off. Um, and, uh, I, I always loved um, that they would get huge names like Sonic, but then they'd also throw in just crazy, unexpected characters. Like, I think Brawl was the first game Rob showed up. Rob. Which was like, I love classic characters like that, or yeah. just totally unexpected, where most people would be like, who the fuck is well, this? Well, it's not even a B character. It's yeah. Like, it's like Zed character. Like, somebody <laughs> you wouldn't even, like, think of. Yeah. And uh, who was the other one that they, they pulled? I was going to say Olimar, but it's not Olimar I'm no. thinking of. I know there's another one. I mean, um, I mean, Game and Watch, but he was in Melee. He was in Melee. He was in Melee. Yeah. Ah, fuck. I can't think of it. But like, just thinking about this though, Brawl had been long teased for a long time, and 
yes, this could probably just be its own episode. We are going to kind of breeze through this while covering everything, but that game had been like hinted at and teased for a long time. And like people knew it was coming, but they didn't know anything about it. When the game finally comes out, it's on a dual disc. Like it is it's right, yeah, double yeah. the memory size of yeah, a standard I forgot disc. About that. Yeah. So and it's it's running its own story. It has a story mode, first time, and since there hasn't really been one. Yeah, there's been like the arcade, like the single player, but it had the subspace emissary, which had cutscenes, it had different routes. Um you had create your own stages, you could send your own stages, you had all of the brawl stages, and then all the N sixty four and GameCube stages. Um, what was it like 32 characters? Yeah. Like something ridiculous for the time. Yeah. Like double what melee had. Yeah. And, um, online compatibility as much as you could say it had online, it was laggy as fuck, but I mean, you'd get one game and at least you could say I did it. Yeah. It was just crazy though. It was like mind blowing and not just Sonic, but you obviously know we were, we were obsessed with that game. It had Snake from Konami. Right. Yeah. That was the other big reveal, I think. And, um, and people were like blown like by that minds just completely shattered apparently he was supposed to be in melee but they just couldn't do it yeah but that's two huge characters yeah and, and they're third party characters yeah and i mean and snake especially i mean it was completely unexpected that sonic was in there but we, you know when you when he's announced it makes sense yeah you know he's it's a kid friendly he's a kid friendly and he's a big mascot like and he kind of fits aesthetically with the cartoon vibe that yeah. makes sense although you know despite uh, how unexpected it was but snake this M-rated. guy, yeah, M-rated game, like um, snapping necks and cash and checks. Yeah, yeah, I mean, smokes cigarettes as part of like the game that he's in. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, uses uh, darts to like you know put people to Japanese sleep. Japanese influence mecha. <laughs> yeah, just completely um, on the surface, just like does not fit. No, <laughs> but uh, but I mean, the great thing about Nintendo is like they made it, but integrated feel like flawlessly. It. Exactly. Yeah, like it just it feels like he belongs. Which was just so cool, and I remember the reveal for him being like so, huge, um, so yeah. huge, and it was the just the school. way that they did it. Yeah. Um, I think it was it was just like the screen goes black, yeah, and then for a second, yeah, like it, that was so great. Yeah, and it, and it was like Metal Gear. It wasn't even Metal Gear Solid. It's like Snake, like I'm here, like whatever. It's just like you've yeah. been invited to Smash Bros. Whatever. Yeah, they started with the codec, right? Yeah, um, and it's yeah. Like, what's that? Even you know, even as someone who still even to this day, I've not, I've yet to play through a metal gear solid game oh I, know, I know that's pretty bad but even as uh as someone who hasn't you know, played through them i could appreciate like the the, the um nintendo the, the is, gravity of, yeah. of the announcement nintendo went above and beyond yeah and especially with sonic too and you, you you've seen them but like the reveals since i mean <laughs> the awfully named like super smash bros for wii u <laughs> And 3DS. And 3DS. <laughs> Those reveals were, like, kind of cool. But the ones they've been doing for... Um, Ultimate? Ultimate, yeah. Ultimate, thank you. Have been unreal. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. I, it's, I, I, um, I didn't really freak out, really, for any uh, reveals for Super Smash Bros. 4. I'll just call it that. Um, but just the I mean, effort they put into the actual... Yeah, into yeah. the actual, like, announcements has, has been incredible. I mean, f- to its credit, the one for Wii U, um, it really got the form uh you know main cast of like game kind of gaming icons with like mario sonic uh pac-man and mega man yeah which is like pac-man and mega man that's insane yeah um but i mean just that that game uh yeah the way that they announced everything it just wasn't as there wasn't as much hype and just because of how few people even bought the wii u 
it, there just wasn't as much hype surrounding that. I feel, well, and I feel it's also too because the Wii U to a lot of people just felt like mega Wii. Yeah, that well, and yeah, people just didn't know what that thing even was. Yeah, so like when you're like, here's the same game instead of giving you that game on the Wii, here's the same game but in HD with a couple new characters. Yeah. So yeah, the jump from Brawl to uh, Wii U Wasn't was not drastic. was not that drastic. Yeah. So and it, I mean, it, it lacked a kind of a lot of features as well. Like it didn't have a, a full like uh, story mode like Subspace Emissary. Yeah. Um, although the music was decent, like Brawl's music is like absolute top tier. Oh fuck! It's like. like- it's like literally being in like an orchestra. Like, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. And you're like, holy fuck. I think that that's kind of the the time around when Nintendo started to just do or or orchestral orchestral music like in general because yeah. I mean they did that for Mario Galaxy as well. Mm-hmm. They just like there's a turning point where they realize like oh like this actually works really well with our games. Mm-hmm. And then now you'll get weird stuff where it's like Mario Kart Eight soundtrack is like all fucking jazzy and like yeah, and, it's true. Mario Kart all of their games lately is just all jazz. Yeah, like something I don't know what uh, you know sort of internal decision was made there to like make all of their <laughs> like, games have I, jazz. I can't but, hate it, but it's no, like... yeah, it's great, but like it's just kind of odd, but it, it also works um but classic nintendo yeah no they're they're i mean yeah there's something else we're gonna it's completely outside of the box and no way it will work it'd be like putting like cheese whiz on your reese peanut butter cup you're like this is fucking disgusting <laughs> they're like no 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 do it Trust and you us. eat it and you're like what the fuck i've been eating this wrong my whole life yeah or like i didn't even know that this would be okay like at least at the very least yeah nintendo is always great like that mm. um but yet brawl was brawl was something else and um just the but it was also too not gonna like polish its horn too much. It was the first game that did a too many clone characters. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely one thing. I mean, although at the time um, it felt like a huge cast, and it still is. Um, looking back on it, it's like you, you really don't need like all this shit here. Like um, three Fox characters. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, and I mean mo- the modern problem for for Smash Bros Ultimate is like the number of Fire Emblem characters, and like there's like nine of them. It's like it's ridiculous. It's way too many, and um, you just don't need all of them there. So I, I kind of hope almost for the next one that they're just gonna kind of like completely reset, like just only keep like the really like necessary ones, mm-hmm. um, and just get rid of all the. Although, Especially too with extra. Fire Emblem, they're like, not only are we going to include all these characters, but this character can switch into a different character and can switch into this. Like enough, yeah, yeah. enough, yeah. Well, and the problem now is that um, it's almost like they've just they've covered everything. You know what's like what big I'm you know, still in the icons are left for Rayman. Yeah, Rayman. I'm, there's Rayman, and then Travis Touchdown would be cool. That would be really cool. cool. Um, and like, this is a real like. I think this would be an, a good obscure character, but Chibi Robo would fit. Chibi that. Chibi Robo would have been great. Would was fit he that not bill. assist trophy? I think he was maybe an assist trophy. Um, well, even more of a fucking dark horse like backwoods character. Same company that made Chibi Robo. They made an exclusive for Japan and Europe. Captain Rainbow for the Wii. Oh I, yeah, I don't even know what that is. Very obscure. <laughs> That would be perfect because he's already like a fighting superhero character. Nintendo right. owns the rights to wholeheartedly. Oh, fucking beautiful Joe as well. Beautiful Sorry, that just, Joe. That yeah, like, would have been perfect. Yeah, especially being exclusive for GameCube. Mm-hmm. Fuck. And and he's and he's old enough now to where it's like it's classic. I'm um, surprised they've never made a new game. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know it's a rights issue because Clover Studios made it, and the okay. Clover Studios separated into two different companies, one okay. of them being Platinum Games, and the other one being something else. Hmm. And that was at Capcom. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Beautiful Joe, old enough, people will know it. 
and it's probably not going to cost them much no. <laughs> if they have to pay licensing unless it's just like a handshake. I can't imagine they had to pay licensing for any of these characters. No. I feel like it's more of a handshake, like free publicity. Yeah, yeah. That, that may be the case. I have no idea what goes on behind the, behind the scenes, but it very uh, may well be. Um, could be the case as well for um, like uh, the rare characters like we were like talking Banjo. about, like Banjo and yeah. – and uh, I mean, King K rules in there now. Well, I mean, he's, well, he's Nintendo. Yeah, he's Nintendo. Nintendo kind of finagled their Donkey Kong characters, right? Right. But uh, but yeah, to get to get Banjo in there was it was pretty incredible. Henshin a go go baby. <laughs> Fuck. I I actually that is the one game where I owned and I think I sold it and it's a huge. I'm surprised hole in my heart. I'm surprised you sold that. Yeah. I, well, if I didn't, I just cannot find it. Right. I love that game. I love that game. Goddamn, I'm gonna. Probably go on eBay and <laughs> just buy it. Yeah. I remember um, a, a personal story about the Wii was that, um, I guess, yeah, we, for, for um, birthday presents and stuff, it was pretty easy because everyone in our friend group had a, had a Wii, mm-hmm. I think, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was pretty easy to like get a gift for someone for Christmas or something, just get them a, just get them a game. Yeah. And then you got me Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn. One did I year. actually? Yeah, you did. Oh, shit. Uh, and I, and I, I remember popping it in and playing it. Um, and, uh, and I think I enjoyed it. Uh, do not have it anymore. It's just gone. It's just gone. I think I probably sold it for like, a, like 10 bucks at Crack. like a game, like at, uh, at EB games. Yeah. Um, it goes on, uh, I mean, it's on eBay now for like, I saw like hundred dollars yeah. or like some shit like that. Like it's hard to find. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, I kind of screwed that up. Yeah. I have that for Dragon Ball Z 10 kg three or whatever it yeah. is. I was like, Chris not had it. I got it from Chris. And uh, then I bought my own copy and it was like 20 bucks. I was like, oh, let's fucking twist my arm. Fine. Here's 20 bucks. It goes for like $200 now. Yeah. Like I'm never <laughs> letting that out of my sight. Um, speaking of like of games, like kind of rarities, like we, we don't have to talk about it, but like Dragon Ball Z 3 Tenkaichi, Budokai Tenkaichi, Budokai Tenkaichi. Yeah. To be specific, yeah. viewers out there, don't. <laughs> As I push up my fucking glasses. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, Super Mario Strikers Supercharged or whatever. Oh, my God. That game was fucking unreal. Oh, like, I, I'm really glad you brought that up. Like I'm, a Dark I, Horse game. Yeah, no, I, I need to throw that game into my favorites list as well, my favorites pile. That I, I'm waiting for the day when Nintendo makes another Super Mario Strikers so game. So goddamn good. It's so fun. I never played the GameCube one, which Me uh, everyone says it was, was really good as well. But um, yeah, Super Mario Strikers Charge was like... Yeah, it's just such a fun game. Is I mean, Nintendo's great at doing the the sports games that are like yeah. arcadey. Yep. Um, rather than playing like fucking realistic soccer, why I, I just I never. It was like it was fast though. It was easy to play, and you you like any good game, like we were saying before, it was easy to play, but like difficult to master. Yeah. And like you were thrown into like f- like punching and like Super Smash Bros. like a level like effects like yeah there was like so many like abilities and i just remember like flipping like doing literal flips like yeah. around the field yeah. and then you would like build up your um you know big big move or whatever it was called yeah and then like a big move might be your player turns giant or your player is fast yeah or your player like can't get hit and would just zap everybody it's like a fun element into soccer yeah and also too kind of fun the maps were always kind of fucky yeah yeah like they there would be some terrain that would kind of mess exactly. like mess you up and stuff like that right there would be like geysers or something that would shoot or like the ground would open up or yeah whatever those gophers are in the mario <laughs> world would like charge across the field or something yeah 
Yeah, no, Nintendo's great for that. I mean, just uh, just making you know a traditionally kind of dry sports game like way more interesting for the general audience. I'd much rather play that than um, just on FIFA or just straight up baseball. But obviously, Madden twenty twenty is like where it's at. Yeah, I mean, Big don't, Madden don't get me wrong, folks. <laughs> I can't wait for that new passing system. Uh, it's gonna just revolutionize the Madden system. Yeah, man. I think I saw a thing online where I don't know if it was for Madden or for FIFA. Um, but someone was playing like the, the newest one, I guess maybe let's say it was FIFA 2020. I could just be completely throwing them under the bus and it's the wrong game, but, uh, they like zoomed into the, um, into the stadium or the, into the crowd section. Uh, you know, they'll have like advertisements and stuff around the, around Mm -hmm. the stadium. And then it said like FIFA 19 on it. Uh, because it was just like a leftover oh, sort they of thing. They, they just it. didn't even bother removing that. Like it's literally fucking cut and pasted from like the previous year's oh, game. It's so that's bad. That's just as bad. I was expecting you to say that every person's face in the crowd is going to be the same. Like it's like a holdover from 2010. Yeah. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me either. Yeah. But with the computing powder that a PS4 has, like every person in the stand should have a fucking different face. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even need to be detailed. It just needs to be different. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, Super uh, Super Mario Strikers. I definitely feel like I sold that game. Yeah, I it's mean, it's a shame. I, I I I can only imagine it must have been a struggle for me to sell it, but I must have mm-hmm. needed something else. So so you're not opposed to maybe selling games. You just never you just don't sell sell the console. No, because like you can always get the games. That's true. Console is harder to come by. Yeah, that's true. Maybe I should have done it that way, but I, I'm always one to like. Um, I'm kind of like the Marie Kondo of, uh, of, uh, gaming and some, mm. some call me actually everyone calls me that. Yeah. You are pretty well known. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I just sort of clear out my, my shit every now and then. Yeah. Well, the way I factor it in is like the, Wii already has the save file on the system. So if I'm like, I'm just going to sell right. Resident Evil four, I'll pick it up later. I pick up the game at the console. I, I know is clean. It's like unhurt. Like it hasn't gotten damaged. It's clean. Like it's all that stuff. So I can just pop in the, the, the game and I know if the game's fucky, it's not my console. Yeah. It's the game. So I'll just buy another game. Yeah. Um, and actually that, that kind of just, it's not exactly related, but kind of makes me think of, um, so you're talking about save data and that just makes me think of, uh, digital games. Um, because I know you yourself are a big, uh, kind of collector of physical media mm-hmm. so i mean the the wii itself didn't have i mean it did have the virtual console but um you, you know you weren't buying full wii games on the wii no, um whereas not you know, necessarily not necessarily anyways but i mean with the switch now i mean i i do entirely digital i don't have any physical cartridges not, oh, a, not, not a single one oh. um which oh. it which could be a problem i mean oh. in the future <laughs> if i ever decide to for some reason sell the switch you know how am i going to um you know so is it save on your on your console? It's like it or saves it on the internet? console. Um, well, the, I mean the all the save data is backed up on the cloud, and then the actual like you can the games would save on your console, but then I think maybe once it runs out of space, then it would just start saving on your SD card. Okay, which I've got like I think five hundred gigs or something. So I was gonna say when the robots finally conquer and they launch a huge EMP strike, yeah. How are you going to play those games? Well, that's what I'm going to be for, you know, first thinking about. That's my first thought right there. How am I going to play? That's my first thought. Yeah. yeah how am I going to play? Um, what is it? Uh, defunct, which I got on sale for like a dollar. Oh yeah. Okay. That's yeah. How am I going to play that? Um, but Wake I mean, up every night sweating, thinking, yeah. no, not now. I don't actually own defunct. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just renting it. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> <laughs> just 
<laughs> wait for robot overlords. Yeah. Well, I know a lot of people, they just feel uncomfortable with that, but it's just so much more convenient. I've, um, I've switched to it. Like yeah. you, you were saying you were giving me a huge compliment there saying I'm a physical collector. That's how I'm going to read it. Yeah. Um, but PS4, I've bought many a game now, full game. Yeah. Online storing it on my hard drive. Yeah. Like Spider-Man PS4. I mean, is, I it, is, it, have is, it. is it hard to do that though? Because I mean, for PS4 games, those would be like fucking like 50 gigs, right? It would take up like huge yeah, they, amounts they, they, of space. They are a fairly big chunk of change, especially if you get like a deluxe versions with like all the DLC, like fucking Batman Arkham City, not Arkham City, Arkham Knight or whatever. It was like 58 fucking gigs Jesus on like Christ. a 150 gig, whatever, or 500 gig PS4. Yeah. Um, one game. Yeah. I, I imagine eventually I'll probably just have to get like separate uh, SD cards and switch out the SD cards rather than switching out the games. Well, and they, they're honestly in the future, like the, we're like who's getting who there's going to be new consoles there's always gonna be new consoles i can just see them just being like it's cloud like when 5g comes out they're probably like you don't even need to download it just access it yeah and i'll hate that yeah i'll hate that wholeheartedly <laughs> really you know you wouldn't be into that no because like let's say like we're where we are where we're recording right now out in the bush here like if i have to run a game entirely off fucking internet I'm not playing that game. Right. Like if they like cut down the system where it's like, it doesn't run on discs and you can't store a game. It's like, well then I'm not playing the system. Like you sometimes physical is better. And I do find to be perfectly honest, I have the game fully downloaded on the console. And I do know that if you put the game in the, in the, in the console and it starts to play it, it's really just downloading that game. It's like the disc has all the memory on it. Right. But like it's working hand in hand with it. The games that I have, I have like Laura Croft, Uncharted 4, Spider-Man, they hiccup from time to time. They don't run as smoothly from time to time. Oh, when, it, when you're playing them like from the internal hard drive. Exactly. Oh. But when I play it with a disc, unless it's an actual fault with the game, right? I it's fluid, it's flawless. Oh, okay. I didn't, that, I mean, that's interesting because uh, I may be, I may be completely wrong on this, but for, for the Switch, like yeah, all my games are digital. And from what I've heard, like the, the loading and stuff would actually be faster because it's on your internal already, memory. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, I don't know if that's, it's just personal experience. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah. know. I could be the only one who thinks that way. Maybe my mind's just telling me that because I want to hold on to that. <laughs> yeah. But I, I feel it's like the same thing with like a CD, like your CD with music on it is always going to play a higher quality version of the song than you'll get from an MP3 from like iTunes. Yeah, probably. It's just the way the technology goes. Yeah. Yeah being able to store something physically, you can put as much on there. Whereas like you have to put all that memory on your fucking phone. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. That's why I, well, and that's why streaming and we come full circle with <laughs> the new console. I think it'll just be cloud eventually. Yeah. Um, we have gotten a little off, off topic here. What were we talking about? What was the topic for this episode? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> technology in general, it sounds like. I mean, we could uh, we could talk about um, some of the accessories of the of the Wii. I suppose we've already discussed um, some Ooh. of these things here. Actually, yeah, and that works out perfectly because talking about favorite games, I was, by the way, if it hasn't been clear, I was a huge Wii diehard. I was always like waving my flag, like the only one. Like the Wii has great games. Yeah, I'm the same way, kind of for like the Wii U. Like when people talk shit on it, like actually, like it had um, all these. Do great... you have any idea? Like yeah, yeah, like button up your top button, fucking push up your glasses. Like we're we're doing this. Yeah, but, like. When the Zapper came out, I was like, holy fuck, that's so cool. And it came out with Link's crossbow training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was basically, it wasn't fully fledged. It wasn't fleshed out, I mean, but it was its own Zelda game, basically. Right. So it had 
completely independent levels that were tied in with like Twilight Princess, but also different. And you got all the characters and you were controlling Link and you were like moving him with this like crossbow, which I don't think they've ever included in any of the games since. Probably not. Um, but I love that game and I really try to master it. And it was really cool because with that const the, the fucking piece of plastic that you put the Wii remote and the nunchuck in and yeah. it's like, Hey, if you do this, this game is going to work amazingly well, even mm-hmm. though you don't need to, but that's classic Nintendo being like, buy this piece of plastic <laughs> and we'll make a game that fully makes you realize and think that you're going to need this piece of plastic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's one instance of like, of those accessories actually making a difference in terms of like the way that it's used. Like it, it probably is easier to play it like that. Mm-hmm. And like you could be more accurate with it. Not all of them of course were like that. No. Like the, the tennis racket, which was just, it's just a piece of plastic, <laughs> literally just a piece of plastic, which was like, it was like, like an extension of what we were talking about where earlier with uh it's like overdoing um, it yeah or like what i mean getting into it where like you know a lot of people full immersion yeah full immersion yeah, yeah this plastic is really gonna you're gonna feel like you're like you could do the same thing with less that was kind of the difference like if nintendo made something and it was first party it was like this kind of serves a purpose yeah like when the zapper came out so did a bunch of uh, reformatted arcade classics right like for shooters like i know me and our mutual friend andrew um we fucking played the shit out of Ghost Squad, Sega's Ghost Squad, like the SWAT shooter. Yeah. I love that game. But like, I wouldn't have played it if I didn't have the zapper. Yeah. No, it just wouldn't be the same. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I myself, thinking back, I don't, I don't think I had any of those accessories um, just because even back then I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with these? Like the zapper was the only one that it was even slightly tempting. Yeah. Um, well, I just, it wasn't too much money either. Yeah, no. Yeah. And that's the it thing. It was like 30 like, bucks for a game and a piece of plastic. Yeah, exactly. Or did it come with a game? Yeah. Oh, one thing. oh, damn. So um, it was like, again, Nintendo's like here, like we'll give you a game we made plus this accessory. Yeah. Or it was like the other way around, like get a Wii remote, get like the motion plus, get like the, Wii speak the classic yeah. controller. If you buy this game, it's like, all right, done. It's an easy deal. Yeah. And the, the other one I remember too, was also the steering wheel, I guess, which for Mario that, Kart. Yeah. I mean, that one wasn't too bad. No, yeah. but that was Nintendo. Yeah. Like Nintendo made it right. I never had Mario Kart, but yeah, I it, definitely sur- remember using it. Surprisingly, I never did uh, either, um, which like I absolutely love Mario Kart 8 and I had Mario. Maybe that's why I didn't have it because I had Mario Kart for the 3DS and for the DS the before DS that. The DS version was unreal. Which, yeah, unreal. And the 3DS one was great as well, but like. Well, the 3DS would be after anyway, so that, that doesn't factor in. Um, but probably but, the DS. Yeah, probably the DS. I had already been Mario Karted out. Um, so I definitely played Mario Kart Wii, but I don't think I had my own copy of it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and it came out fairly late in the its cycle of games. Yeah, I think so. It was which, like probably the second last year before they kind of started to get phased out. Yeah, which is surprising. Yeah. Well, and, and the Wii had a long life. It did, yeah. It lasted, um, I don't know exactly how probably, long. But it probably went five or six years easy yeah. before it started to get phased out. Yeah, and I think I've even heard, uh, I heard recently that there there was like a game that was recently released for the Wii. Like they're still releasing Just Dance games for the Wii. Actually? Because the install base for that system is so fucking huge that like um, there's just no, there's no reason to not release it for it. Like there's just, there's no, mm-hmm. there's no downside to, um, well, to releasing yeah. it. Like, if people are going to buy it, it was like how the PS2 went for, like, 15 years. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, every, like you'll get a game maybe once every, like, four months. But eventually, like, one, like there's the one that comes out. There, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, it had a good it had a good life, especially in comparison to what came after the Wii U was around for, I think, only four years until they were like, oh, God. like we need that. To, yeah, we need to, like, move on. 
Because um, I remember the, like the Wii U came out while we were in university, and they were already talking about the Switch before yeah. I graduated. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> it did not go well, but um, yeah, and there were games like even right up until it was kind of showing its where where I think like. Um, uh, Zelda Skyward Sword came out pretty late mm, in the. That was probably one of the last main games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I again because I think because it did come out so late, I didn't I didn't end up playing it. Um, Skyward Sword. Oh yeah, what's the one that just came out now though? The the new Zelda one, uh, yeah. Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. That's what yeah, I'm yeah. But yeah, you're right. Skyward Sword was a, a duel, which is kind of funny because that's what Twilight Princess was. It came out on GameCube and on Wii. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and then the same thing with yeah, Breath of the Wild, which was like it uh, came out on the Wii U, but then on the Switch. Did it actually? Yeah, That's it was fucking crazy. Yeah, it was intended. All the systems. Yeah, it was intended to be for the Wii U, but it just took so long to eventually to to get it out that um, at that point they were just like, well, let's release it on the Switch as well, mm-hmm. which probably did prolong like how long it took for it to get out. Like, yeah. But I mean, there's no way they're gonna like sink in all that time and effort and only release it on the on the Wii U, where like there's no one to even purchase it. Yeah, seriously, people are already ready to move on. Yeah. So definitely that's again, a case of like, um, uh, it being recognized on the kind of secondary system more than the system that it was actually intended to be released on. Like, mm-hmm. I think most people would think of Twilight Princess as being a Wii game rather than a GameCube game, even though <laughs> I only know one person who owned it on the GameCube. And that was Lusk. Lusk. Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> so yeah. Andrew, he was the last friend I think who got the Wii. Yeah. I'm almost really? positive. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I don't remember exactly, but yeah, he was still rocking the GameCube. Cause I remember I'd have the Wii and I'd go over to his place. It'd be like grade nine and he's playing like a uh, splinter cell double agent. On the GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> so he got it on the bargain bin at sellers <laughs> trying to convince me it's just as good. And I was like, nah, buddy. <laughs> can you bowl on that bitch? Yeah. Sure. You can break his neck, but can you bowl? I want to be in the game. <laughs> oh man. But I mean, overall, I, I mean, I just, yeah, I love the Wii. I think, I think it was a really, um, important system for like the gaming landscape. It, it really changed a lot of things of, of, of gaming, uh, after, you know, the, all the consoles that came after it. And I think it had a really big uh, impact on just, um, uh, the way that gaming was seen in the general populace. You know, lots of new people were sort of more aware of just gaming and, and, uh, were maybe more open to it. Um, and I think, Although it did suffer from a lot of issues like waggle and like shovelware, mm-hmm. I mean, it still kind of uh, holds up and it and it it kind of it kind of passes the the test of time where it's got a really solid library and if you were able to download a lot of the games before the virtual console went down, it's yep. still a really great um, uh, kind of you know back backlog of of old yeah. uh, classic games, like almost like a little your own personal retro arcade. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's a really great console to to sort of hang on to. Well, and I think it's one of the consoles that will stand the test of time. And I think as time goes on, um, people will remember less the waggle and more the fun they had with the games they loved. Yeah. And um, I just think also too, like like you said, like it is one of those it's one of those consoles because it still didn't quite jump on the bandwagon for online. It's just all a bunch of stories. Right. So you could always just have that console and always just find something new with it. Yeah. Because there were so many good games. And even if a game wasn't like mega seller, like huge blockbuster game, tons of great games that were just overlooked. Like if that was the only system you still had, I'm sure you could keep playing games. Yeah. I mean, you'd have enough games to last for pretty long. Almost your lifetime, if I had to imagine. Like if you gamed every night 
like a couple hours, you could probably go until you're like 65 with all of the good games that are on the Wii. Yeah. Carnival games forever. Carnival games, Carnival games (laughs) too. Like all the Carnival games, you'd probably be satisfied for years. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) like, do you really want more? Could you, could you ask for more? I I wouldn't. I feel sick even talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) And, uh, well, uh, I think that's about it. Like, I mean, we could definitely talk about this. And just keep dragging you along with the Wii. But you guys know the Wii. You guys played the Wii. But I, f- I feel like this was a perfect episode to have because it's a little retrospective. It's a little like remember when. And I just really appreciate you guys listening to us. And uh, Matt, it was a pleasure. You came down all the way from Toronto, the big city. Big city. Well, came up, I guess. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm up but. <laughs> uh, and yeah it was just it was honestly a pleasure having you on here yeah thanks so much i i i, uh, I apologize for how long it, it took i know we, we've been sort of talking about it for a while and i always yeah, we've it, been beating around the bush <laughs> yeah I, I was oh yeah i'll come up this weekend i swear to god and then it, it didn't happen but i made it happen just crying so I, looking I, at my window <laughs> I'm, I'm glad i came up um and uh yeah i mean i'm, I'm a big fan of your podcast i'm i'm, uh, well, I'm a faithful you. so i'm uh five faithful i'm one of the five so well, I think you've got a bit more than five now, I think. Yeah, but I think it's just a term now. I've yeah. got like maybe like seven, so I don't want to <laughs> pump the brakes. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was really nice reminiscing. Like, I feel like we could probably talk for hours because it's literally just two friends talking about something we, we well, I would say I love the Wii. It was, yeah. It's definitely my one yeah. of my favorite consoles. Great system, great system. And uh, yeah, so thanks so much, everybody, for listening. Um, thanks again to Matt. Thank you. Um, yeah, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you guys are listening on Spotify or on iTunes, please, please give me a five-star review. Um, even if you don't feel like I deserve one, it really helps the podcast out. If you guys listen, um, it would just it means a lot. And if you have time, I, I know it takes a little bit more time, feel free to leave me a review. Um, you could even just write poop on it as long as you give me a five-star review. It just, you know, the fact that you did it means a lot to me. Um if you are listening for the first time, you can find me on Apple Pod, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud. Um, what else we got here? Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, uh, Dogcatcher. Jesus, look it up. You can find me just about anywhere. I've just absolutely littered the internet with this podcast. You can find it. And um, yeah, look forward to the next episodes. Oh. And this is for the beginning of the recording. So just so you guys know, this episode was recorded on uh, September 26, 2019. I don't know when it's going to be coming out, but when it does come out, you guys are in for a hell of a treat. Uh, Look for when this comes out or I guess listen to this and enjoy it because (laughs) we had no idea when this thing was coming out. Um, But yeah, thanks so much, guys. And uh, I'll catch you guys soon. Stay rad. Be excellent to each other. And uh, Tyler out. Bye. <laughs> and now, folks, it's time to say good night. We sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon. Good night.